Jesus. This week in car audio. Tune in, tune in, tune in, This week in car audio. Audio. Tune in, tune in, What we talking about, bass? Talking about chips. Talking about rings. You ain't got them. Zip your lip. You got a problem you ever found? Check your grounds. The show about to start. Start. Tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in. Somebody says, oh, that's better. Oh, can you hear me? Oh. (laughs) 
Steve. I can hear you. Oh, here we go. Oh, you guys can hear me? Oh, okay. All right. So for today, uh, today's guest, we have, we all know, uh, Dave Bradshaw, president of Team Send It, says so uh, here as we did the fact checking. Oh, right. fact checking. <laughs> yeah, you know how nowadays they do fact checks and Test stuff one. like that. Uh, but uh... Keep going. I'll let you know. Uh, you guys can hear me, but nobody else can. Wow, weird. So apparently you guys can hear Doug, but uh, or we can hear Doug, but you guys can't. So yeah, man, some of the stuff he says about you guys. Jeez. Oh man, that's why you know. That's kind of messed up, Doug. Can't believe yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> Test. So <clears throat> one, so two. Hear, hey, can you guys uh, hear me now? Hold on a second. I think they oh. can hear me now. Oh. Yeah, someone says yeah. Alex, oh, good. Mr. Alex Foe, it's Fa, Mr. King, Mr. Good. All right. All right. Hey, sorry about that, guys. We got it going. Ooh, I got a bad echo in my ears. Is it you guys too? No. Okay. How about the people listening at home? Can you guys, do you have the bad echo too? Or is it just me? Um, anyway, uh, welcome once again to This Week in Car Audio with your host the judge and jeffrey fernandez that's a movie star and tv sensation internet wannabe i mean nah. <laughs> how's it going today jeffrey good good how about yourself well i guess aside from the uh, technical difficulties we got uh, going on here in the beginning but yeah we'll work through it well, well i um just had an upgrade oh good they're saying no echo on there and it's just my end uh, okay okay um I'll get that fixed at a later time. We just had a uh, upgrade on the system, uh, uh, this program, mm. and I should have tested it after the upgrade. My bad. So, oh, our guest this week. Oh, yeah, we got the guy. Uh, 470 members strong so far or so. <laughs> uh, but, yes, we got Mr. Dave Bradshaw, All president right. of Team Send It, president, founder, um, I don't know what else you want to call him. Uh, <laughs> hardcore competitor, as it says in there. He does Mecca. He does, um, what was this one you said you did a couple weeks ago? Uh, I do. I asked and I just tried out uh, NADBL. NADBL. There you go. National SPL League. Along with DB Drag, uh, obviously. Adam, right? Adam Russell? I think Adam Yep, did Adam that. Russell. Oh, yeah. okay. Did he uh, do part of that show up there in Reading? Yeah, he actually ran his, his tent. Okay. And then you had uh, uh, Richard over doing Mecca, and then you had uh, Ray Pimley and Jose doing Iaska. Okay. Cool. Why is somebody texting me pictures of bowling balls? Oh, they want me to join a tournament. <laughs> are you bowling sure? Balls. Bowling balls? Yeah. <laughs> What's going on over here? Those are really pretty balls. <laughs> um, Does it have a rose in it? <laughs> Uh, no, these ones didn't. I was actually bowling at the National Bowling Stadium this weekend on Saturday and Sunday. Did all right. Beat quite a uh, couple. I beat a couple of the national touring pro guys. Did you make some money? I did. 
Nice. I made about 1500 cash when it was all said and done. So, yeah. I need to learn how to bowl. I'm in doing the wrong. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't horrible. Um, so, yeah. So, no, I did pretty good. Uh, Average like 245 for the weekend. So, it's not too bad. That means I was allowed to miss uh, three strikes a game. So, the rest. That's of about how many strikes I get in the whole game. <laughs> 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 Three. So, yeah, so I, I, I was uh, I was feeling myself this weekend. That's good. Uh, nice. Anyway, uh, so Dave, um, one of the kind of things we wanted to go over uh, to let's just start with the team stuff. Um, can you tell people about your team? How to how people actually can be part of a team? What to look for when they're looking for a team and that kind of thing. Um, I think with with the team that you know. I have I'm part of is uh, uh, camaraderie um, is gelling well. Um, it's having a love for just audio and um, just having fun. Um, you know, when I initially put the groundwork in for the team, it wasn't about being loud. It was about um, I seen a lot of people that want to be part of something. Um, and they weren't on that level to where other teams uh, would take notice, you know, um, but they had it in them. Um, and I've seen it. I've seen a lot of guys at the shows that couldn't compare to a lot of the guys that were out there. And um, they never got a second look from the teams, but we all became friends and we hung out. And if you look at my team now, um, a lot of them uh, are um, national um competitors uh adrian you know he he went you know in cyclone he got second world finals uh even if you compare his score against the east coast he was above everybody over there he, he lost yep. to jose uh you got julio out there smashing windshields now you know um you know you had stefan he's out there just building stuff and selling stuff you got jeff schultz that started doing a 143 and i met him now he's in you know 56s 57s you know, we just constantly building uh, Chris and his wife, Clara, you know, they started small and now they're in the 52s, 53s and keep getting louder. Uh -huh. Just everybody's grown on the team. And Sean? It's just, uh, yeah, Sean. Oh yeah. Sean's been, him and Janet are, are awesome. They, you know, started doing, you know, 115s, 119s, full volume. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but now he's up there. He's like within, you know, five, five tenths of his 50. And that's, you know, and he's right there and he's, He's over here splitting his roof on his Jeep now, that poor little car he just got. You know, he's already split the roof on it. You know, so, yeah, it's just everybody's constantly growing, you know. Uh, got some team members coming back. You know, Steve Fonte, you know, he's been switching stuff in and out. Um, coming back with some major heat. He's doing a 55 now, you oh. know, and, and more, um, you know, on, on music. So, um, you know, it's just, that was it. It was just building something, and, and, and as we grew our, our stereos, we grew our, our, uh, friendships. Okay. So, so somebody actually does have a legitimate question here. Um, Tiffany out of Barbados, uh, she wants to know how many actual team members do you really have? <laughs> see one, two, three, five. He's counting I chapters got... now. So you guys, <laughs> now I got five in Reading with, uh, two pending, Two prospects up there. I have 
two, I started a chapter in Washington. Uh, Jane and Corey Collins, they uh, started that chapter up there, and they have uh, prospects um, in the works. So they started that chapter. There's two up there. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, let's see, uh, me, me uh, I'm trying to think. Um, I'm Shoot, man. Um, is it is it like a inside joke that uh, yeah, there are well, many members or I, I, may, I, I don't maybe I'm not. I have. <laughs> I, I don't I, understand I, too much, but at one time that's kind of what like, it sounds like. At, well, at one time it was just. I think it. I think the joke stems from. Um, for a while there, it was just me and another person, and then within one season, it kind of <clears throat> morphed into like seventeen to nineteen members. Yeah. And it it we look like uh, a bunch of ants on a sugar cube when we're bracing cars, you know. You just <laughs> you know we were just it just came out of nowhere. So mm-hmm. it, you know it's lucky you know it came with the joke you know because we grew so fast and became oh, one of the largest teams in uh, California so quick. Yeah, so it's just it, it, they grew excessively fast. I mean they they like you said it they really went from two members. Um, to like you said, seventeen members, and it, it really, in Lucky's eyes, it uh, seemed like all you had to do was ask Dave, and you were on his team. <laughs> yeah. I mean, realistically, right? I mean, that's yeah. that's how he perceived it. Not saying yeah. that that was the maybe you could explain to that to us, Dave. So, what does it take to become a member? Is it yeah. is it uh, something that's like a formal process? I know you had said something about it's it's um, there 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 is a prospecting period. Um, but when the team is having this person around, um, we look deeper at the person, you know, how dedicated are they? Do they really love cardio? Is this a a weekend warrior person? Mm -hmm. Um, and a lot of the people that came, they had a passion and a lot of them wanted to be part of something fun. And they seen us out there having fun because that's mostly what we promote is having fun, you know, having fun is first placing is second. Yeah. I don't, I don't push the team to. Oh, you have to go qualify for Wolf Runners. You have to uh, do this. You, no, go out there and have fun. This is what the hobby is about. And I think for a long time, I noticed a lot of teams and things have got away from that. They got so f- sucked into the competition mode that I think they lost the whole point of the reason why they were there in the first place was mm-hmm. to go and be around like-minded people of having fun. And that's what I wanted to install into this team. So, so Jeffrey, so how does that compare to uh, Team XSSPL on how you were part of that team? Oh man, when when I got on t- on the team, it was kind of rough. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I think more so is seeing the same guys at the same you know same competitions and you know kind of just gravitating, like you said. And, and what I tell people all the time too, you want to surround yourselves with uh, like-minded people you know uh with similar goals because you know that's the that's the only way you can really grow mm-hmm. um it wasn't until uh man i went out to my world uh first world finals where uh and, and i tell this all the time i, I placed 13th place right so <laughs> uh, i was like hey man this kind of sucks so I, I ended up uh seeking out uh chad geary i'm sure you guys know who he is yep um so I, I hit him up. I was like, dude, you know, I got to get louder. And, and that's kind of when, you know, he uh, kind of maybe took me under his wing and then, you know, rebuilt my car and, uh, <laughs> it, you know, kind of taught me basically uh, maybe 80% of uh, what I know now in uh, SPL. So um, 
I think just hanging out with those guys and, and not really so much as saying, hey, let me be on the team because nobody, I guess maybe you don't really want to see that. Somebody coming up just saying, hey, you know, let me be on the team. Um, you know, you want to be able to, to prove, hey, you know, my car's loud. Let, let your car do the talking, you know, let your actions do the speaking. So um, I think maybe at one point I hit him up about being on the team and it was like, okay, I think Chad, I kind of grilled me a little bit, uh, but he was messing around. But I think that's kind of like, uh, you know, how it is nowadays. You know, you, you just don't really let people, you know, on the team, so to speak. Um, you want to be able to see their drive. You want to be able to see, you know, like, like Dave was saying, um, you know, are they in it just for the weekend? Are, are they, uh, um, uh, you know, hardcore competitor, you know, similar, uh, similar goals. Similar, uh, and I think XS SPL um, and the way I saw XS SPL ran was you guys were driven for world titles. You guys wanted world right. championships. And that's, and, and like I said, team send it, not that they're not going that way, but that's not their primary focus where I do believe Team XSSPL, I mean, there there was no other focus for you guys other than getting that national title for each and every one of your members. Right. I, I mean, there's different goals, I guess, yeah. maybe for different teams. Well, I mean, that that's your um, like-mindedness, right? Everybody right. that was on your team was like-minded so, yeah. to be mm -hmm. national titleist. I mean, that was everything was driven that direction. Uh, team Send It, like you said, not that they don't want to be national titleist, but they're definitely driven to having fun at the shows and helping each other Correct. out and, and 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 as the team is growing what, what i wanted them to understand is um there it comes a cost are you willing to sacrifice that cost there's do you have the deep enough pockets there's some people on the team that have those pockets mine literal, is not one of cost. them <laughs> yes i mean you know the you know new amps battery power alts traveling you know lodging just you know um time away from your family. I mean, are yeah. there is sacrifice there sacrifice, that yeah. some are willing and have done. And some of them are not in a position to do that. And it shouldn't negate them from being, you know, to be on a team locally and, and, and they can make local shows and show their, their <clears throat> dedication. But then there's further dedication state out of state out of different Southern part of the state, you know, and, another state washington oregon you know you know world finals over in kentucky you got you know some people can do that some can't you know and i didn't want that to be a de determinant factor you know right. for them you know i still wanted them to be part of something and i have a great group of guys i you know i don't look at them as teammates i look at them as as extended family members mm -hmm. and hey if we just got every one of the team send it guys to watch this uh podcast damn dude we would break all kinds of records you might start getting paid for these i know um, but anyway no that, that's cool like i said it's the like-minded thing um another thing dave does for us at the shows uh we do beat the boss and since he's not good enough to make it to the finals in any of the base race classes um wow, wow. <laughs> he gets to he gets Coming to run the mic somebody Coming from somebody that has never beat me and beat the boss. I'm 4-0 against you. You've actually made it to beat the boss before? Oh, Jesus. I don't remember Apparently, that. Yeah, because I whipped your ass so bad that you lack a memory. You know? <laughs> I didn't take that $10 from you each time and say, go and apply that to a next class. Go ahead, you know? I only have to pay to compete when I go up there. 
I just beat him, and then he just pays my it's my fees. Pay, it pays for itself, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, if I learned how to bowl, I'd go there and take his money too. <laughs> Anytime, brother. Anytime. <laughs> um, Don't tempt me. You got a team standard bowler squad rolled up in there. <laughs> bring him. <laughs> yeah, I, I rolled deep with my squad. I trust you that. Trust me that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to Bowl Hawaiian tournament in October. I've already got 20 guys, and I had to turn away about another 10. So, uh, you go to Hawaii. Tournament? See again, deep pockets. Oh. I don't have those. Well, we're not bowling in Hawaii. We're bowling Vegas, but it's the Hawaiian oh, okay. tournament. Oh, I got you, dude. Big money. All you have to do is win a single high game pot for like 1,900 bucks. So, well, and I usually win. Big at least, earn. That's a, yeah, I usually. That's where Big win. Earn and uh, and uh, Munson might roll up on you. That's right. I, I'm usually not bad at winning at least one of those pots a, a year, so if not more than that, so I do my I'm, I'm okay. Um, anyway, yeah, so that's cool. Let's uh, so tell us about some of your um, national uh, records that you currently have. Um, uh, right now, um, uh, cruiserweight, base boxing, and. Um, National uh, ho- national record holder currently. Yeah, it's a uh, world record was 152 average. Um, I'm doing a 154 average at all three runs, sealed one door and both doors open. Okay. I'm two DBs ahead of that. Um, advanced wow. two. Last time I checked, um, last year's world record uh, was 155.5. Then it changed. I set the world record at Iaska World Finals. Had it for a week. Got smashed by OG Walt Johnson. Uh, he got me, you know. Uh, this year, because, you know, the, the world record reset every year. Uh, last I checked, I had the world record. It's a 155.9 under 4,000 watts. I uh, did 3X. But um, I don't know if they're going to consider a world record because it wasn't world record judges there. But it is the highest in the nation that last I seen a couple weeks ago. Cool. There has to be world record judges there, uh, like uh, um, uh, Travis, Travis, oh. and then like that. Travis, uh, he was in Mexico, I believe, at the time. Um, let me see what else. Uh, Mecca, uh, just jumped on the nation top three. Uh, XMS, I did a uh, 58.5 under 4,000 watts in the kick, so I got jumped on the top three. Um, still learning that organization. Uh, it, it's a it's a fun org. It's something different. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, uh, I may get some of these wrongs. Um, let me see what else with, oh yeah. Um, park and pound. I'm new to that. Um, um, fifth or sixth, something like that. Um, but I average like a 120, almost a 126 for 30 seconds from six feet away. Okay. Um, you know, like where, uh, Ray Maestas, he's in the sixties killing it nationally. Uh, he's doing like a 40 two or no 40 point or 41 from six feet so, away so he's he's burping 60s but no um, he's part- doing music he's doing music for 30 seconds and six uh mecca mecca is a uh, six feet out and 54 inches high for the mic um that's parking pound parking pound yeah, yeah and he's, I, th- I, was, I think i saw a video he was doing like yeah. a, it might have been a 140. yeah he actually set a, a bigger one up in um reading this last week I think it was a 41. He, he was killing it with a 40 in the Nationals. Uh, now he's even just increased his lead, you know, his, his dominance. But, again, that's Ray Maestas. What are you going to say? You know, 
dude's dude's been kicking ass and taking names for a long time. So, oh, yeah. you know, a lot of respect and hats off to him. Uh, he's a beast. Oh, uh, so speaking of which, I do want to bring up since uh, Team Send It is a team thing. Uh, world Finals. Did you happen to see the new World Finals uh, post by Wayne Harris? Canada? No, that, that's not what I'm Points requirements. Points right? requirements. Yeah, yeah, and fees. Right? Did not. Oh, uh, so let me share that with you guys. I was waiting to see because I, I seen a post. I believe you said uh, someone had asked you when the, the next, uh, when uh, DB Drivers are going to start doing shows. And I think you said uh, once a week starting in May. Yeah, that's what no, we'll do three yeah. at least three to four months. At least three, okay. Yeah, yeah. starting in May. That's and that's what we do every year. Okay. Um, but no, let me pull this up real quick. So he had a fee structure that was public, right? That he did that fee structure. Right. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to find it here on Facebook right now. Hey, I was I was curious while well, you're digging okay. around for that. I had a question. Uh, both of you guys are the judges. I, you know, I know a lot of people have have um, kind of felt bummed that Wayne took the West Coast finals away um, and he's only doing the East Coast, right? Yep. But I just seen a post, they're doing the Canada World Finals now? It's not a Canada, it's a Canadian finals only. So it's one location for Canada, just like one location for Brazil, which is all South America. Mm. One location for Europe, so all the lo Europe locations. Okay. So... It's just it's just a Canadian World Finals, and I don't think we're going. Uh, were you headed up there for that one, Jeffrey? For Canada? Yeah. Um, Ray uh, hits me up. Yeah, Ray hasn't hit me go. up about either. I don't know. I I'm not afraid <laughs> to go know, to Canada. He's, he, he's like a one man, you know. Yeah. <laughs> judging team. Yes. So I. Oh, and he's also got Stefan, right? He's still got a team mini up there with him helping right, him out. Yeah. And then yeah. he's got Bass Girl helping him out with the mics also. So, I mean, yeah. so it's... Ray Choi, if you're, if you're watching this, you're listening, hey, hit me up. I'm down <laughs> to go to Canada. I got, I got my passport ready to go. <laughs> All right. So, here, here's what uh, Wayne Harris and DB Drag has decided to do this year. Um, so, all contestants must compete at at least one 3X event, which. Yeah, it's not going to be difficult, right? Mm -hmm. um, extreme vehicles, 40 points. All other classes, 75. Um, in DB drag. Uh, base race, 75 points. Top dog, 50 points. Cyclone, 50 points. Freestyle, 50 points. Shit, most of the guys in California already have all that. Uh, but um, World Finals entry fees. So before September 16th, Entry fee is only so this what he's calling this is his um, what did he call it? gas saver special right gas saver special yeah Early yeah yeah so so if you just pay the fee for world finals it's two hundred dollars if you do it before September sixteenth after September seventeenth it is two hundred fifty dollars after the twenty first it's three hundred dollars after the twenty fifth it's three fifty on site is five hundred dollars Jesus. Um, Yep. I mean, well, you know, if you're going to go, you're going to go. And yeah. most people know no, that. I, I know that I have a couple teammates that are looking to uh, make the drive. Cool. So here's, here's the other thing that he's doing. He's calling it the gas saver special because, yeah, he, he started looking at gas prices and goes, holy crap. Uh, this is going to get expensive. Um, so if you register uh, 
and pay $350 before uh, July 1st, you get the, um, instead of having to get, let's see, just we'll go DB Drag because I'm not an extreme guy. Don't have many of them here. So you would need 50 points instead of 75. So you actually can buy off part of your points to save on gas money. But you still have to hit yeah. a 3x. Um, top Dog, uh, Base Race, Cyclone, or no, I'm sorry, Top Dog, Cyclone, and Freestyle goes to 35 points if you pay the 350. And um, Base Race goes to 50 from 75. I just added the link onto the uh, comments here on uh, Facebook. Oh, thank you, Jeffrey. Check that out. Yeah, it sounds like you need an Excel spreadsheet for all that. <laughs> uh, well, it, it's not too bad. It, it, it's harder to explain it than to than the when you see it on paper. It works out really well. So, um, but yeah, no, that's uh, definitely for people that are so in better areas. Yes, um, the earlier you register, the uh, least expensive. And um, the least amount of points is needed. Uh, well, no, 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 because the right th the three fifty. So if you if you register early, that'd be the two hundred dollar mm -hmm. fee. If you're right. just registering, okay. so say you're up in Andy's area, you know it's difficult to get the all the points you need for World Finals in Andy's area, right? Um, okay. You can get them, but it's difficult. Um, uh oh, somebody's got some echo. Uh, anyway, the. Uh, if somebody that lived in, say, Andy's area paid the 350 instead of the 200 by July 1st, they would only need 50 points right. instead of the okay. 75. Right? So it saves them right. 25 points, which is potentially driving to four events. So interesting. I know. I know. Uh, some of us on the team have been talking about possibly going over and possibly getting with other teams to. Maybe go in on one of those giant car haulers you see that, you know, take cars to like dealerships and stuff. Yep. Oh yeah. Uh, so yeah. Gary Killian's looking into that to mm -hmm. uh, put together a group uh, for some uh, car hauling. So um, Jeffrey's done that before. He's been part of one oh, of those. Many groups. years, many years. Had yeah. some good experiences, some not so good. But <laughs> for the most part, man. If you want, dude. If you want your car there. And you don't feel like driving, you just want to fly out there. That's probably yeah. the best thing. Probably the yeah. best thing to do. Yeah. What does that normally cost for people that may be interested? Where like back when you did it, and then maybe now, what's the price increase or something like that? Uh, it was it was anywhere from like nine hundred to eleven hundred bucks round trip. Yeah. Well, it depends on how many enough. vehicles you yeah, had too, right? Because XSSKL right. yeah, would take the entire um, the entire. Transport. Yeah, the more vehicles you put on the truck, the cheaper it's going to be. Yeah. They charge yeah. by the weight or vehicle or size. Well, my CRX <laughs> could probably fit in the back <laughs> cabin, you know. It's, it's funny you say that because <laughs> I think uh, uh, usually Roger would always, uh, you know, talk to the uh, talk to the uh, car hauler guys, but um, I think they are always under the impression that it's just regular cars you can drive up <laughs> onto the ramps, but. You know, we had these extreme cars where you had to fit in this little tiny compartment and, you know, um, stuff like that. So, uh, I mean, it does, it's not really so much as by the type of vehicle, but um, I think a lot has to do with weight. Um, yeah, that's what else I was thinking because, um, like, for instance, um, going through scales and stuff. Some, some uh, time ago, uh, uh, Doug was doing a show up in Reno 
Yeah, I remember Ray Myasis went up there. And yeah. I think it was surf or something, or I think it was not surf. No, it was down in God. Vegas. No, Scott, was it Vegas? Oh, it was Vegas. Vegas when his right? truck broke down, yeah. And oh, okay. he put it, he tried to put it on Anthony Katz's little bug trailer. Yep. It just oh, collapsed, just sandwiched that thing, man. No way. You know, and they were like, nope, not going to happen. I seen pictures of that. I was like, Jesus, you know. Yep. And, I mean, Anthony drove all the way down to help him out and then ended up, he couldn't, right? Yeah. So, but, uh, yeah. yeah I, I mean, just there. call around, call around, let, uh, or if, if uh, I mean, Gary already knows what's going on. So, yeah. I mean, he knows what type of vehicles are going to be called and. You know, man, if it works out, shoot, man, you guys got a, you know, a lifeline right there. Yeah. My teammate just chimed in and said he, he has a guy with a three-car hauler. So, yeah. all right, I'll be talking to you later, Alex. <laughs> and then also um, Justin Stolman, I don't remember what he had. He had like a four-car hauler or a five-car hauler too. So, I'm um, not sure what he charges, but like I said, Gary's re reached out to a few of his uh, local trucker buddies and uh, guys that are, you know, definitely uh, friendly to the basehead community and uh, see if we can't cut some deals for us uh, West Coast guys. Well, hopefully they have a trucker rally going to D.C. on the week of finals. Man. I can hit your ride. You know, yeah. go in the back real quick. going to go protest. <laughs> <laughs> Drop me off in Kentucky. <laughs> Or Louisiana or wherever it's at. <laughs> yeah. So, no, like I said, so that that's cool. So you do have a couple of guys in, uh, planning to attend World Finals then? Yeah, yeah, Julio. Um, mm -hmm. Got some things in the works, G14 classified, but definitely coming out, uh, doing a Mike Tyson heavy hitter. Okay. Um, I'm, I've been thinking about it uh, since he's been wanting to go. I know uh, – um, Adrian this year, he's working on some things, little, mm -hmm. little Adrian's. So he's not going to be in it this year because he's getting some things dialed in. And I know there's a few other uh, teammates that would like to make the trip over there, mm -hmm. but he was depending on if we can get all the vehicles over there. Because some of these guys have no, like Jeff, he has lithium banks down the center console behind the seat in his hatchback. I mean, I couldn't imagine driving that thing for, you know, how many hours it takes to get over there. So. Definitely looking at options. Well, uh, Gary Killian drove across country one time with uh, Greg Colon. Um, you know, <laughs> uh, and dude, he said Greg is the most foul smelling guy when he ripped one. <laughs> he goes, Oh, good lord. <laughs> then there was nowhere to hide. <laughs> dude, they were sleeping in the, in the, um, they were sleeping in the ports of his car. And, uh, yeah. And he goes, that subwoofer box kind of amplifies that smell too. Not that it doesn't just amplify <laughs> amplifies subwoofer sounds, but it amplifies the smell from Greg's. They call him Colon for a reason. Oh, well, no. If that was the case, that's when I would have started clipping the subs just so I can get a different smell in there. <laughs> <laughs> Clip them. So, but that was a two and a half or three day trip for uh, Gary. He drove all the way from Reading to uh, Florida one year for that World Finals that they had over in Florida. So, um, yeah, I mean that's definitely dedication, and it, you know, not everybody can do that. Uh, and I believe that Wayne is going to uh, bring back um, the satellite locations for World Finals after this year because this is a. This is a very special thing. It's the 25th right. year of DB Drag 
So he wants to go huge with this. Um, so much so that we're not even, it's going to be a DV drag only world finals. We're not going to have Mecca. Right. We're not going to have Iaska. We're not going to have uh, USAC. Yeah, it's not unified at all. This is going to be our show. We're going to do what we got to do, and we're going to try and make it as seamless and fun and, you know, just, I mean, the, they're, they're going to have the after party again, right? So they're going to have the uh, competitor party. So he's going to add that back in there, which is – uh, for some of you guys that uh, remember the old school stuff and when we start talking to some of these old school yeah. competitors, the competitor party was kind of where it was at. Mm-hmm. Um, that was one of, that was the greatest thing about the um, the world finals back when it was only in one location because you get to see all these guys that you never seen. Um, exactly. You know, it's the Canadians, right? You get the Canadians there. Hey, you even get the guys from uh, what were they from Norway or Sweden or something, right? Um, and then Sweden? you, yeah, you get the, okay. I think it was Sweden, cactus right? Sounds, yeah, you get sounds, cactus sounds, you get the Germans out there, you get Big Oki, uh, you get Box from France, you know, you're getting all these guys from all over the world come in and just hang out and get drunk and do things and get us kicked out of hotel rooms and, you know. So, so Doug, are, are you going to be the uh, the auctioneer uh, judge in the lanes uh, at finals? I may be. Um, I truly try to be entertaining when I'm on the microphone and try to bring as much entertainment and attention to the people in the lanes. And if that's what Wayne feels is best for the uh, event, then that's where I'll be. If he feels the best thing for me is to go out and judge cars, putting mics in cars it doesn't matter to me i'm there as a hand so just like jeffrey right jeff yep yep so we we get placed in our position we all have our different roles and yeah stuff like that so yep i'm just asking because you know i i i've never been to a show with jeffrey but i think besides finals but Mm -hmm. i've done a lot of shows with doug and uh, that's always been one of the consensus across the the crowd and new competitors and old is Doug is just fun to watch and listen to. He sounds like he sells cattle on the weekends. You know, he just, you know, he just the auctioneer, make, right? Yeah, he sounds like an auctioneer. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, it's fun unless you're uh, you're named Jimbo and you're from Canada <laughs> and, and uh, you're not used to it, and you're not used to it, and it throws you off. Yeah. Or or if you have a Hispanic name and you know he tries to roll the R's or he calls Julio Julio, you know. Yeah. I, I over Hispanic some names and under Hispanic others. Yeah. If your name's Bob, like you're okay, you're safe. But, you know. <laughs> Anything that's why I, on uh, on the term lab I'll, I'll turn on the uh, the voice uh, and have them just read off the names. <laughs> yeah. Say, hey, over here in lane one. Lane two. Yeah. I tried the voice thing, but it is, it, it, to me, I mean, for, for me and what I like to do, it feels like it drags my show. Um, it, it does a little bit in some, some spots. Yeah, yeah because cause it's not as quick as me about getting the right. people in, introduced and this and that because it's very deliberate. And, you know, so um, I'm at a little more trying to feel the pace of moving the guys along and whatnot, yeah. so. Um, I kind of feel that <clears throat> I know going to Doug shows for so long, you know, you get used to him announcing and things like that. 
And then when I went to, uh, I asked Ormeca and they had the little automated computer. Mm-hmm. I was like, Hey, that, that kind of sounds official, you know, it's the computer <laughs> talking. But now I'm like, God, we just shut this thing up and can we move on? You know? <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. Cause I mean, you wait so, for it, right? Cause you're, yeah. right. He, you push the ready button in lane one. We have yeah, Dave Bradshaw. Like, <laughs> too much you know, information so, sometimes. Yeah. No, actually, it says Dave Brishaw. Brishaw. <laughs> Dave Brishaw. Yeah, Dave Brishaw. His last round was 149.2. Exactly. <laughs> this score is higher. Yeah. <laughs> now you just yeah. beat me to it. This score yeah. is higher than his previous run. <laughs> yeah. At, at that point, I'll just hit mute. You know? All right, who's next? Right. Who's next? Come on up. <laughs> Come so, on, people. So um, uh, Tristan out in Bridgetown, Bridgetown, Barbados on the YouTube side. He, uh, he asked us, so what is your favorite category or format? Um, that's a hard one. Um, Mm -hmm. I started, you ain't going to hurt our feelings. No, no, that's a hard one. Um, uh, the, I started out base racing then I went to top dog. Top dog is like always fun, man. It's just, you know, it's just, Mm -hmm. Don't matter how loud you are or anything, just everybody against everybody. It's just fun. You have, you know, that way you don't, you know, you got everybody. If you want to go against a 70 car and you're doing barely a 30, you can go against them and say, you know what, you may be 15 times louder than me, but I beat you, you know? Yeah. So it gives those, those, those opportunities, you know, for people. And I've been in that position where, I was like, I'll never be as loud as this guy, but I went against him in, in top dog. And you know what? I walked away with the W. So that felt good. Mm-hmm. Um, going into, um, Ayaska, uh, when I did the hatch two, basically a 5k stock wall. Uh, it was just, you know, uh, a 4k limit. Um, <clears throat> but when I tried base boxing, I fell in love with that. Uh, mm-hmm. the base boxing is, is awesome. Uh, really liked that one. Um, Mecca. Uh, I enjoyed Mecca. I re- recently did the XMS. <clears throat> you could put the mic wherever you, in the kick, wherever you want it. Door open, window open, one door, whatever you want to do. Um, just to see what maxima, um, um, maximum SPL there that is in your car. I know, you know, people, oh, you measure in a kick, you know, and you see the memes of people that are upside down in the kick, you know, <laughs> says, you know, that's not the way I listen to music. But I don't look at it like that. I look at it as uh, in the car at some point somewhere that's there is that amount of SPL in the vehicle may not be at mm-hmm. the headrest like Mecca does the headrests where right. you're actually sitting which I thought was nice because you know it's not like you're on the glass like this either you know listening to it mm-hmm. so the headrest one was nice because it seemed more realistic of what someone is um, experiencing uh, as a demo mm-hmm. um the uh, I think the new one, the new favorite I have, and my Jeff uh, Jeff Schultz, my, my teammate, we both did it up in Reading, was the NADBL. They have a class that is really really cool. It is called um, it's like base race, really cool. It was a genius idea. Um, so you get two runs. Um, so they have what you call. Uh, 280, 290, 300 classes. So you get two runs. So I did um, 150 point something my first run. 
you have to average 300 between the two scores. You can't go over. Okay. So the next one, well, the first one I did 149, and, he, and then um, he came over to me and he said, you need a 150.27 to equal 150.00. I went 0.01, I, I was out. I was, so I did the second run and I did a 150.26. So my score was 299.99. Okay. Because it's just like base racing, you got to work the knob. And uh, that was really interesting. It what, was, uh, was it peak SPL or average? Uh, it's it's a, a 30 second average. Average, okay. So you're controlling it. Whatever you get mm -hmm. on the first score. So if you were in the 280 class, you have to do two runs of 140. Okay. 280. Okay. And they had a 260, and they have a you know, and then they have like a 320. So you're doing 160, 160. That'd be like a Ram asses class. You know. <laughs> You know, so it was it was it was interesting. So there's some some neat orgs out there that offer some different things. Then he had one called uh, it's Port. It's not called Port Wars. It's called Port Effer. So um, Effer. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, Pooty Pounder. Yeah, I didn't want to. I didn't want to say that part, but um, <laughs> it's called that. And then um, <clears throat> I tried that, and um, I guess the record was a uh, one. 168 point something that was by um uh adam he had the record in it okay and i know moses martinez went up there he did he did 67 something and you know a lot of people were going up there and then i went in and did a 71.96 in, mm -hmm. in the port so um but that also let me know what i could possibly do at usaki down when we do the show in a couple of weeks mm -hmm. but yeah i mean uh, uh, it was, when's the usaki show uh, the twenty third, oh, okay. no, twenty fourth, okay. Sunday, I believe. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's uh, okay. Race Wars. They're doing Usaki and uh, oh, that's in Sonoma, right? Sonoma Raceway, correct? Yep. Okay. Yeah, and then you, Doug. When, when are you gonna throw your first show? When? Where? So since you don't pay attention to my uh, base, my DB Drag site on uh, on I do. It just Sonic been busy effects. building my car. Um, actually, Autorama called me out of the blue on Thursday last week. Or is it Thursday or Friday? And says, you didn't get canceled. And says, "Hey, we want you back." Uh, I know that doesn't mean anything to you, Dave, but uh, Jeffrey can attest. <laughs> Autorama. Well, no, I mean, I don't think. Were, did you ever go to uh, the Autoramas I did, Dave? Yeah, but oh, you, did. I, I, you didn't know me because I was a spectator then. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so my last Autorama, I had 166 entries, right? Yeah. So um, Jeffrey was part of Autoramas for years. We got people coming oh, yeah. from all over. Um, uh, not this year's Autorama, but next year's Autorama. I've already got commitments. Uh, Rob Culler, uh, Dan Horner are both going to drive out here for that event. So just so you know, I mean, that, that's the it's kind like of thing. It's like a things. car show, lifestyle event also. Yeah, right? it's, it takes yeah, over the entire Cal Expo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe you can help me with the memory I have. I went to an Autorama. Okay. My son was in a stroller. He's 25 now. Okay, I, I was there. there. I was there. there <laughs> he was there. inside, though. He was inside one of the buildings. Uh-huh. And I, I remember seeing a stroker van pull up. Okay. And he had the little deck, and they had the, the Christmas tree. Mm -hmm. And that same year I was there, um, Power Acoustic, back in that day, had a, a yellow truck that looked like the Grave Digger. Do you remember that one? So, it was in the corner, and it had 
32 12s in it. That's when they had the old Apache amplifiers. So and, that really sounds like Alma Gates is right. I don't know that that was it, but that's the no. time Alma Gates was going to Autorama too. Okay, yeah, because this I just, I just remember that yellow trick. It was lower. Just it was the same and, body as the Grave Digger, and then the uh, oh the yeah, not the pad, same body. Her, hers wasn't the same the, body. No, it wasn't the Bronco. I know who okay. Alma Gates is. And then the Stroker van. I remember that when he was setting up in the building. We were leaving because it was too loud for my son. I had to leave and have my mom with me. We were out in the parking lot and he was burping that thing inside the building and we were Sick. all the way across. We were setting off alarms across the street from Cal Expo. Yeah, that sounds like Cal I Expo. I, I can't remember whose van that was. Though. Uh, I honestly don't know. Um, Stroker? Yeah, Stroker. I don't remember the, a Stroker sponsored vehicle. Yeah, it, was a, it, had, um, it had a shitload of Strokers in it. And it was white, and the back of it all had linear power amplifiers. Um, linear power? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't remember that vehicle. Do you, Jeff? No, Stroker. Uh... Yeah, because everybody had Stroker then because it was, it was the, the best it was a Sorrow Vega van. It was a Sorrow Vega van, yeah, but it, it had Strokers, and it had, I think they said. Uh, Maybe Carlos Rodriguez? Yeah, Frias? Frias, I mean. Well, it I might have been Frias. He had a yellow spectator. van. He no, 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 it was a white van. No, it was a white van. I was talking about well, the, the power acoustic truck was yellow, but this oh, was okay. a white van, and it said stroker in black going across the side. Couldn't tell you. Yeah. I was just curious because I know you've been around a long time. I've been around a minute. I don't remember that vehicle. Uh, I do know um, – I don't know. Jeffrey, were you there when the Brazilians were there at, uh, at Autorama? Uh, I don't believe so. Okay, what, what so, so the have? Brazilians would come out there. And they would hook up all their cars with a bunch of sets of RCAs with splitters. <laughs> and they would just all sit in the park lot and just bang their cars. And they'd have all the Brazilian ladies dancing, half That's nude. Cool. Um, but they ended up getting kicked out because of alcohol. So you aren't allowed to bring in your own alcohol, obviously, to Autorama. Because that's, you know, they sell, what, $9 beers or whatever it is. <laughs> so they want you buying their $9 beers, not bringing your own $2 beers in. Um, anyway, yeah. So well, if you, if you go on TikTok, you can learn how to get a bottle of water, empty it, <laughs> put in your stuff, and seal it, and then they'll never know. <laughs> well, they'll never know. It was fine until they got drunk off their ass, and then they were telling the cops to F off, and that's when they got kicked out. Um, but no, you know what? They were bring. they would come 20 cars deep every year to Autorama and they wouldn't even compete or nothing. They would just sit over in the corner and just have a dance party with all their own stuff hooked up RCAs, wying and stuff like that. I mean, it was, it was actually pretty cool. Those guys did an awesome job. Um, we weren't allowed to barbecue there obviously cause they sell food. Uh, but we would have a party afterwards. Every, every Autorama we'd go over to hey, Applebee's is, or something. This, is this Autorama going to be a one-day event or two? So this year, it looks like we're going to do it on Saturday the 30th or 31st, whatever Saturday is of April. Um, and it will be a 2X event. And then um, next year, it will be back to the uh, – my. I got blurry there for a second. Uh, next year, it will be a two-day event, and it will be a 5X weekend. Don't so, lie, Doug. You were putting your filter on. Yeah. So you can look younger. <laughs> it didn't work. Uh, yeah. So anyway, but next year it'll be a uh, 2X on Saturday and a 3X on Sunday. <laughs> 
So, but just just so you guys know, I mean that Autorama, we bring people from Washington. I mean, Surf City started because of Autorama. So Autorama, they came down. The guys who run Surf City up there came down to Autorama and go, "Dude, this is awesome," and that's kind of how they modeled their show. And that's why they consider uh, Surf City a sister show to Autorama. And all the guys that went to Surf City used to come down to Autorama. And then, and um, not only that, but we get guys from Washington, Utah, New Mexico, all would come to Autorama too. Man, I, I tell you what, um, Lucky talked me into um, going to Surf City. Yep. Everything I heard about it and everybody that's been there, Ray and all them. And I finally made the trip last year. And, uh-huh. um, I'll tell you what, I had a blast. And um, and if any of you that know me see my live feed, you know I had a blast. <laughs> but, <laughs> but the thing about it, Lucky was saying, you think this is fun. Last year, it was like three times yes. as large. And yeah. I could just imagine, um, you know, how it is. And I, I look forward to going this year, especially with COVID kind of like on the back nine now. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I'm like really looking forward to it because it's something you have to experience, man. So, so just okay. So keep that in mind. The size of auto of that, right? Now imagine Autorama was three times the size of what that year was, of this last year. Oh, I've been to Autorama a couple oh, times. Yeah. It's it's huge. It's yeah. huge. Um, I mean, demos. I've been for there days. when you guys were doing it outside, and then the sheriffs came and yep. we're asking people to turn it down. They were like, "No, we got permits. Sorry That's for you." That's right. And they, and they said there's no we could do this. That's what the sheriff said. And I was actually standing by when they were trying to ask yep. people. Were you, you there when to. were you there when uh Rusty gave the demo to the sheriffs? Mm, I didn't catch that. Oh yeah. There's a video floating around of Rusty giving the sheriffs a demo one time. So you know, I, I remember going there and uh Ray Maestis, uh the mm-hmm. uh the blazer I think Scott used to have, the white yep. one. Mm-hmm. He was there. Um, you know, team SSC, of course, they've been around yep. for a long time. Um I was I was going there because I knew uh, Alex Chacon from okay. Team SSC. Yep. So when Team I went, SSC I was, Alex. Yeah, yeah, SSC Alex. So yeah, I was going there, and um, yeah, I mean, I, I I remember when the sheriffs were actually asking people, "We, you don't have to, but yep. would you?" And they're like, "No," <laughs> you know. And the people across the street and the apartments way down the street were calling yep. the police, and they yep. couldn't do anything. No, nope. it was nice. It was packed. Yeah, so we, we actually got the permits to, um, you know, I got an agreement that those sheriffs that don't like the uh, base, uh, they get put on a different part of the of the campus when we do our shows. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I do what I can. Like I said, I've been out there 19 years so uh, before I got shut down, and uh, we'll be back. So. Hey, Jeffrey, are you going to come up for the uh, for the Autorama show? Not this year, uh, I don't I'm think. to. You think well, this year too? Uh, it's February, isn't it? No. Right, well, normally it's morning? normally it is Thanksgiving or um, uh, Valentine's weekend, yeah. but this oh, year okay. it's going to be April thirtieth or thirty first, whatever that Saturday is. Hmm. Um, just because um, COVID pushed it, and so they're doing it oh, late this okay. year. Uh, but yeah. next year, um, John Buck says we're ready to go. So. Um, but anyway, yeah, no. So that's the Autoramas inviting us back. So that'll be my first it's gonna show. It's going to be awesome. And then, it's going to be awesome because there's a lot of people building some big stuff yep. in a lot of teams right now. I've seen some yep. videos of some other local teams and members, and they got some loud. There's some yep. 60s coming out. 
Okay. And then we got Hollister coming up in, uh, what's that, like the 19th or 27th or 22nd or something like that of uh, May. And that's kind of going to kick off the rest of the season to where we're starting to go Reno, Sacramento, Fresno again. You know, we'll start doing that. Are you, are you, are you looking to do any shows um, at Milo's or is this going to be the Lungsford? Um, well, we are trying to work something out over with uh, Nyman, um, but stuff's not looking good at the moment. So, you know, we've got some personal stuff going I'll on. I'll give you a call. I have a... Um, I have a new warehouse in an industrial area and I'm going to see okay. if I can get the green light to do something here. So I'm going to see without how that works. Okay. That sounds good to me. Um, anyway, Hey, we're running up on the hour already. That sounds, seems like a short hour. And tonight I got to go bowl against, uh, we'll just, we'll say he's, he's the local guy that, uh, he thinks he's really good. So he's going to learn today. <laughs> I don't know. I used to bowl. I used to bowl him for money per game. They, we, we call them pot games. So it was real simple. You put up 50 bucks, you win, you take home a hundred, you lose, you go home with nothing and you have to pay for the bowling games. We just bowled. So, um, I bowled him that about five or six weeks in a row and they just quit coming. So, uh, now I get a bowl him again. Average Doug. Huh? What do you average? I'm curious. What do you average? 189. Okay. All right. Guess you're pretty good. Yeah. This weekend I <laughs> averaged what's, 248. But what's your secret, Doug? I mean, what's the uh, what's the secret to being a good go, uh, good bowler? Uh, put money on he the averages, line. He averages 289, not 189. <laughs> no. Don't let him fool you. No, you put money on the line. That's the secret. Ah. I get, I, get a little more focus. I get a little he's, more he's focused. He's probably got a bowling alley uh, in his house, in the garage. Dude, I'd and... yeah. so love to have one. <laughs> yeah, he's a shark. Don't trust him. <laughs> they don't around here anymore. It's hard for me to pick up pot games anymore. Nobody wants to bowl me. I used you go to... around town trying to sell, uh, uh, what's that? The uh, Encyclopedias? <laughs> <laughs> all I know is I was going to San Jose every Wednesday night for like five, six weeks, and then all of a sudden they stopped inviting me. I was like, yeah, that's, that's that sucks. Happen. And everybody tells me, hey, you got to let them win sometimes. I go, no, I don't. If they well, did, that's why you're not going back. You I, gotta, I know. You got to lose once in a while. Right? I don't like losing. Why don't you just pretend like you're doing uh, beat the boss? You lose all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I think not. All right. Uh, anyway, hey, we're rolling up on the hour here. So, Dave, what do we got for you coming up? Uh, you know, what can I do? I mean, I know there's stickers still sitting in the back of my car waiting for you. No, I need to. But... I need to get with you. My team has been drilling me about that. Um, <laughs> it's it been bugging me. And every day I'm, I'm in so Sacramento. Busy. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll give you a call after this. Um, right. right now, don't have much going on. I know um, teammates were looking to uh, get together, possibly do a fundraiser show for the uh, diabetic um, uh, society. Or uh, Sean had a great idea. That was Sean uh -huh. and Janet. Uh, so we're in talks with that, getting the team together, you know, so we can get a judge and everything like that. So. Mm -hmm. um, that's about it. We're just building and trying to get everything ready for the season. Everybody's just building and breaking stuff before the season even starts. So <laughs> there's nothing really going on. We're just patching holes and everything like that. And uh, 
you know. How's their season? The uh, the other orgs are they, are they pretty much, pretty uh, much uh, like when do they start? When do they finish? Uh, they've already started. Um, yeah. I already I already have my points for state and world finals. I already qualified uh, there, so I'm, I actually can go the rest of the year not competing uh, in that org in Iaska. Uh Mecca, I just started. I've only done two shows. I had three X and the two X. So I got I don't know fifty points there or something. So I, I don't know. Full swing, swing right there. It's it's not pretty like much. Yeah, I've seen everybody in full up. swing. Yeah, yep. they've already welcome had, to uh, California. <laughs> you know, uh, IDBL was an introductory thing, and I know that they're looking to kind of come into Oregon, Northern California type thing. Um, and then you guys are going to kick it off. So it's going to be a busy, going to be a busy, busy um, season for a lot of teams, including, you know, ours. Because yep. um, it's going to be a show here on the week and the next week be a show here. And then by the time the, the following week, probably be another show in Reno. And yep. so, you know, you better start bagging your lunches now because uh, meal prepping, because it's going to be pretty busy once DB drag gets in full effect and the other orgs are going, it's, it's going to be busy for everybody. Mm-hmm. All right, Jeffrey, what's going on for you? Um, a couple of weeks uh, out here at Grapevine, Texas. Again, uh, Crossfire sponsored an event. Uh, yeah, a DB drag racing event. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're out in the area, Dallas, Fort Worth area, come check it out. It's in Grapevine, Texas. Uh, Crossfire headquarters. Um, you might be able to check out, uh, you know, the uh, get a little tour if you want to. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, win the boss's um, money. Yeah, yeah. Win Roger's money. He likes to kick down some money uh, yep. at these events too. So I mean, there's. There's a guy who's been winning it like month after month. And, you know, and I was asking him, man, what are you going to do with all this money? And he's like, oh, I'm going to put a down payment on some Neos. <laughs> you, know, so, you know, hey, they're, they're making it work for themselves. So I guess that's a, that's a good thing. Oh, and you know what I wanted to mention was um, we got a guy. Uh, his name is Julius Mac Johnson III. He's pretty much points leader right now in like DB drag, base race, top dog uh what is it uh cyclone and like basically all the different formats except for maybe one mm-hmm. but uh yeah he, he comes up uh comes out to the shows and you know is a hardcore competitor as well so i think well, you last wait. week he was at uh, robert collar's uh Callers. show out in florida yeah, yeah. callers so, call out well, he went way out there yeah so i mean you well, want to talk I'll tell about you. uh some dudes there's a guy you better watch out for. Uh, what's his name? Points leader last year? Lucky McGovern? Uh, no. No, Lucky was right underneath the vote. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, Cowell. Uh, uh, Cowell. Right. Right? Um, Cowell. Yeah, we had yeah. him on the show yeah, once, a while ago. Once, he, once DB Drag starts going to full effect, this guy's going to skyrocket because they throw three X's out there like crazy. Ooh, and he's usually wow. at all. I don't know. This guy, though, Julius, he was in Vegas one weekend. He did the show. I think he was even at the, uh, the SEMA show. So I think that he's just like so far out in the lead right now that I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. Oh, it's interesting. He might have to come here and see uh, how he does against California guys. I'll I'll suggest it to him. I'll run it by him. I'll say, hey, you need to go to Cali and uh, see how those dudes. uh, Yeah, let's see how they get down with Top Dog and Base Race and whatnot. I'll jump in the lanes then if he comes. Oh, there you go. And, and for me, I got coming up, obviously, we have the Hollister event. I can't remember if it's the 27th or 21st, something like that, of May. 
Um, and then also potentially April 30th, uh, that's Saturday, and we'll be doing the Autorama thing at Cal Expo right there downtown Sacramento area. Um, other than that, you know, I'm just uh, I'm trying to get good at bowling so I can take the next uh, six months off to do DB drag, you know. Um, yeah, it must be nice. I just so. seen a comment where he said, "Bring them out to Cali." Yeah, I'll oh. I'll take them on a base racing. I right, I'm already gonna grab the uh, big dog Chris okay. Jenner. I'm gonna grab Chris Ooh. Jenner and throw him in the in the top dog Dang. lane. Out. That's my pit bull right there. Chris Jenner's the pit bull. Dude, he's brutal on the in the lanes. Oh, he's brutal, man. He is not he's easy brutal. to beat. Yeah. Oh yeah, top no, dog. He's, he's, yeah, top yeah, dog he's and base monster, race. Bro. Yeah, he's yeah. base race and action. top I dog. Yes. You know, I just want to throw him in one so I can have some action on the other. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you just, you're gonna uh, you're gonna be a, he's gonna be your horse. You're gonna back him. Yeah, that's that's my dude. Yeah, we're gonna call it the shake and bake. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey guys, once again, I like to thank you guys for joining us. Thank you for everybody. Sorry about the technical difficulties at the beginning. Uh, um, uh, yeah, we had brand new programming, and I should have checked it before we went live. Instead, I was not bright and didn't do that. But once again, I'd like to thank you guys for joining us. I'd like to thank uh, my co-host, Jeffrey uh, Fernandez, doing a great job, as always. Uh, Dave Bradshaw, you're always a hoot to have on the show and fun to hey, talk just to. just anybody that got some 6 by 9s in the car, if you want to be on Team Send It, you got a 2 a That's two right. radio, you join us. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We need more Send It. So, But you got to be willing to blow them 6 by 9s up. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, man. <laughs> Gotta have them six by nines are pumping. Yep, 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 yep. So, um, but anyway, hey guys, I gotta get going. Um, but I do appreciate you guys being on tonight. I think we had a good show once again. Uh, tomorrow morning, I'll get this thing all uploaded to um, to iHeart and iTunes and all that stuff, so you guys can look for it then tomorrow morning. But once again, uh, thank you guys for coming in. We'll be on again next week at 5:30 p.m. California time. The only time that matters, as always. <laughs> Uh, but we'll be here again with another new guest. Uh, we'll see who we're going to get. I'm working on a couple of manufacturers, and hopefully I can pull one of those guys in. If not, we may pull uh, Ricky Garcia and talk about his development from being a little kid in diapers running around in the lanes to now being a national competitor uh, with a... Being loud? Being, being extremely loud, loud? Yes. Being unnecessarily loud? <laughs> <laughs> That's just because you can't beat him. I can't, man, right now. He's loud. Down to pound. That's my, yes. that's my buddies, man. Yes. So, but right. anyway, so we may get him instead. So, um, anyway, once again, guys, thank you for tuning in. Uh, thanks for being part of the show. And we will see you guys. Oh, remember, we're always looking for sponsors. No $100 is too small, as Lucky would say, at Sonic FX or dollar sign Sonic FX. Uh, right down below me here and right down below Jeffrey there, we got a place we can put a sponsor. If there's a sponsor who wants to be part of this uh, show, we'll take them on too. Um, also, share and like this. And if you guys do go to a show, bring somebody with you. If you bring somebody with you to every show, as Wayne Harris said, you will double participation every year. Yeah, buddy. So once again... Uh, please come on, uh, come out and see us at our next shows. Uh, if you guys see Dave Bradshaw, Dave's easy to approach. All you have to do is uh, stick your hand out, and he'll hand you a Team Send It shirt. You'll be on that team before <laughs> he even guy. before he even says hi. So, 
Um, hey, oh, we forgot to mention that Dave took third in the hot dog eating contest this last week. I saw all the. Uh... Oh, yeah, that's right. And Lucky took first and second. That's right. Dog gobbler Lucky. <laughs> I had to pull Lucky off himself. So. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, bro. That's my All bro. All right, guys. Uh, once again, thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks for being here, and hope to catch you next week on This Week in Car Audio. We out. Whoa, whoa.